Hi, it's David here. Thanks for listening to The Leader. Please subscribe to stay up to date with our news, commentary and analysis. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. Hi, I'm David Marsland. If it will be President Biden, will he be able to get anything done? 60 million votes to 70 million votes, that's an awful lot of votes on both sides. What does Donald Trump do with that 60 million votes? He has a kind of mandate even outside the White House. Our US correspondent David Gardner on why the Democrats' ambitions may be dead on arrival at the White House. And what it appears to be happening is that measures introduced earlier are now having an impact And the Tier 2 measures are now probably having an impact as well. Deputy Political Editor Nicholas Cecil. Covid cases are going down in parts of London. Do we really need another lockdown? Taken from the Evening Standard's editorial column, this is The Leader. For the whole thing, pick up the newspaper or head to standard.co.uk slash comment. In a moment, how the shadow of Trump will loom over Washington for years to come. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. With the presidency apparently slipping from the incumbent's grasp, supporters of Donald Trump have been trying to stop ballot counting in knife-edge states like Michigan. And if that fails, others are calling upon God himself to intervene. For every enemy that is aligned against you, let there be that we would strike the ground for you will give us victory, God. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of... Donald Trump's spiritual advisor Paula White Kane begged for angels to stop the demonic confederacy stealing the election. None of it seems to be working. Joe Biden is inching ever closer to the White House. But what happens when he gets there? The Democrats may get the keys to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, but the Senate remains locked. Republicans are likely to retain control of the chamber, and that's going to be a problem for Joe Biden. Shorn of Senate majority, Biden's ambitious domestic agenda is dead on arrival. The big, systematic changes Democrats wanted to enact, such as making American democracy freer and fairer, will now be blocked. It also means the much-needed economic stimulus package will be far smaller. 
Republicans who, when in power, spend vast sums on tax cuts for the wealthy, will suddenly rediscover their lifelong commitment to fiscal rectitude, as they did under Obama. Without the trifecta of the presidency, Senate and House of Representatives, and with a 6-3 conservative supermajority on the Supreme Court, a Biden administration will be hamstrung in its efforts to transform America after four years of Trumpism. Well, from the States, our US correspondent David Gardner is with me. David, it looks like the election's finally coming to an end, but it sounds like this is where the hard work's really going to begin for Joe Biden. Mr Biden is in the driving seat now. It wasn't a great election night for him. The great blue wave the Democrats had hoped for as a sort of grand gesture, repudiation of the Trump presidency didn't happen. That's going to leave a an intriguing situation politically in Washington, even if Mr Biden does indeed win. Because what does Donald Trump do with that 60 million votes? One would have expected him to have walked away from politics, gone back to whatever he does, making money. But he has a kind of mandate even outside the White House. There is a huge split across America, 60 million votes to 70 million votes. That's an awful lot of votes on both sides. Mr. Trump may seek to stay in the political arena uh, to, to use that power, to use the weight he has still got to uh, influence use that power within the the political system. Uh, That is something which will be interesting to see if that's indeed the way it turns out. And that's the kind of influence that he could maybe use to lean on a Republican-controlled Senate. If he does lose, though, will those Republicans still listen to him? Undeniably, some Republicans, leading Republicans, would prefer that Donald Trump fades out into the night. That's not going to happen. So what do they do? They didn't win, but Donald Trump is still there, very much there, um, as a, a, a symbolic figure at the top of the Republican Party. Um, the establishment have to deal with that. So if Joe Biden does get into the White House, but he has this gridlock with the Senate, will he be able to get anything done? Is this going to change his entire strategy as president? Is he going to now start looking at who he might originally have wanted to have around him in his cabinet and maybe think, you're not going to work anymore? For Mr Biden, it's a chance to finally get the top job and change America, I guess, and to bring back some of the policies perhaps that he and Barack Obama brought into place and that that Donald Trump has discarded. There is a, a real belief in the US that the more left, left-leaning left wing of the Democrat Party will seek to use his success to try and drive their agenda. Formerly, Mr Biden was very much a sort of central centrist in the Democrats, perhaps even centrist to the right of the Democrat Party. Um, but he has tried to embrace the left and people like Bernie Sanders have influence certainly within the party and it will be interesting to see how that develops. So clearly there will be problems for Joe Biden if he gets into the White House, but that's not happened yet. So putting that hypothetical future to one side for a moment, David, Donald Trump is not giving up on this election. He clearly still wants to be president. And to make that happen, he's starting to send out lawsuits. So maybe the election has turned out the way Donald Trump expected. He's been banging on for months about how 
the Democrats were trying to steal the election, how mail-in votes were vulnerable to fraud, uh, how uh, it was all so unfair. Uh, now, when he still hasn't actually lost, he's going straight to his plan B, or maybe it was plan A all along. He's looking to the courts to sort out the result uh, rather than leaving it to the American people. Uh, Donald Trump is doing what Donald Trump does. There's no gracious handover of power here or no gracious waiting uh, for the results to come in. Uh, he's fighting, biting, scrapping all the way. Quite how, what he intends to achieve, it's difficult to know. Uh, the, the main thrust of his complaints uh, seem to be that uh, the count is going on too long. Some votes have been thrown away, cast, lost, whatever. I can't frankly see him having any joy. There's been no reports anywhere of any fraud or any reasonable scale at all involving either party. Even though the Supreme Court is weighed in his favour, uh, thanks to his choices uh, of, of justices, that's not the way it's going to go. Well, what way is it going to go, David? We've been watching these results coming in for three days now. There's still no official announcement on who's going to be president in January. As we head into Thursday evening, how are things actually looking? For now, we're looking at some of the key states, Pennsylvania, Georgia. Uh, these are the kind of places where the final drama is going to be played out. Uh, it's looking increasingly like uh, Pennsylvania having looked like it was going to go to Mr. Trump. Uh, it's really on a knife edge there. In other states, Arizona, for instance, it's been close and Mr. Trump has been closing on uh, Mr. Biden's lead. But certainly one would expect him to hold on. Maybe even by this time tomorrow, uh, we will see a result. And I fully expect that to be Joe Biden as president. Next. The next few weeks, possibly months, are going to be difficult. But certainly I think there's light at the end of the tunnel now. Nicholas Cecil. Could lockdown in London be lifted early? Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So we can announce today that the furlough scheme will not be extended for one month. It will be extended until the end of March. 
Chancellor Rishi Sunak there, announcing further will go on even longer than expected. He also confirmed it will cover 80% of wages and the self-employed are getting help too. The next income support grant, which covers up until January, will increase to 80% of average profits, up to £7,500. It comes as England enters lockdown too, following a spike in coronavirus cases, except in parts of London. New figures show COVID infection numbers are down in 19 out of 32 boroughs. Our Deputy Political Editor Nicholas Cecil is with me. And Nicholas, it's obviously good news, but it's going to lead to some people asking if the city should be going into lockdown at all. Yes, that's certainly a a very good question. And I think people will increasingly be asking that. These figures are very much an early sign. They're they're very encouraging, but it's certainly not a trend um, at the moment. And and certainly London's Director for Public Health, uh, Professor Kevin Fenton, was this morning urging Londoners not to give up on the battle against COVID. He's saying that Londoners have a history of pulling together in times of need, and it's important that we do the same again to make these weeks really count. So we've got four weeks of lockdown. I don't think it's going to be ditched for any reason now. Uh, Therefore, it's a chance really to put the virus on the back foot um, and put put London, the capital, to be in a better place before, before Christmas. Yeah, in some ways, those figures going down, uh, this is exactly the right time for that. If they're already on their way down, then lockdown could be what keeps coronavirus out. Yes, and certainly what it appears to be happening is that measures introduced earlier are now having an impact. So we're talking about people, more people working from home. And previously in the first wave, London was very successful at bringing the number of cases down. And that was partly because many people worked from home. And the tier two measures, which were introduced uh, admittedly controversially, more than two weeks ago, are now probably having an impact as well. But there is a kind of caveat to this in that the virus does seem to still be spreading among people in the over 60s and there are more hospitalisations. Yes, so certainly there's a, a very big danger here of people trying to get ahead of themselves and thinking it's all over and it's far from all over. The cases could again rise sharply again we could see a reversal of of the most recent trend and it's particularly people who are elderly the over 60s and even older who are far far more vulnerable to this disease the number of over 60s getting the virus is still going up in the capital Uh, hospitalizations are rising and that very unfortunately will almost certainly mean more people will die of the disease in coming weeks but with lockdown coming in today Although we're seeing all these businesses having to close up, although we're going to be seeing yet another economic impact of this, what these figures show, and if lockdown is as successful as people want it to be, there could very well be a life after COVID, couldn't it? Yes, certainly. I think that the next few weeks, possibly months, are going to be difficult. But certainly I think there's light at the end of the tunnel now. We've got a very real prospect of a vaccine coming possibly in, in just a matter of weeks, if not at the start of next year. This vaccine might not be 100% effective, um, but it will reduce the mortality rate. Well, that's the expectation. And with better medicines as well. 
and mass testing, which is being trialled in Liverpool, if that works and goes nationwide, then I think the country could return to a life closer to normal. And that's Alida. You can keep up with all the latest developments with the Evening Standards live blog, which you'll find at standard.co.uk. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm.